guys, we're starting a new series on how to have a relationship with God. You know, we may know that we need one, but we just don't know how to have that close personal relationship. Today, we'll explore the mutual benefits of getting to know God on a deeper level. Well, hello everyone. This is Marcus. And Trisha. And we are... The Messengers. And that means we're doing another show. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. Absolutely. You found us. Well, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Yes. So today we have a great show. Every every show we have, I believe, really is a great show because it's really the Word of God. Yes. And how much more great can you get than that? Uh, not much. No, I don't think you can really get anything better than that. So. <laughs> well, going to heaven would be better than the Word of God. Well, yeah, but then you're actually living it and not reading it, so that would be yeah. great. Yeah. That's, that's going to be a great day for a lot of people. <laughs> Yes, it will. A lot of people are scared of that day, but you know yeah. what? I'm not really that scared. I'm I'm ready. I'm excited. I just uh, we're I just hope that as as we continue doing these shows before we go to heaven, that people will be reached and people will be able to uh, to 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 hear the word of God and understand it. And we're as as our logos or as our motto says, we like to teach others so that you can teach others. That's right. So it's it it's you know we teach you, and then you're able to go out and teach other, and then they're able to go out and teach others, and then it's like it's yeah. like a, it's like a line. It is. You know, it's a straight line. Amen. Amen. <laughs> that was a long intro. <laughs> well, actually, today we are starting a series. Yes, we are. We are. And. and and the series is going to be about how to have a relationship with God. Yes, it is. So. We're going to go through several different ways of how to have a closer relationship with God. And you know, we talk about this all the time. We talk about having a relationship with God a lot because that is one of the most important things that you can do. Right. And, and that is very big on my heart, and I know it's important to you too. It's just... Having a relationship is is everything that we need. Yes, it is. So we want to know, uh, what does that exactly entail? We know that God loves us and that we can love Him, but we're going to break it down and really see what all is included in a relationship with God. Right. So the subtext to today's episode of How to Have a Relationship with God is going to be Mutual benefits. That's right. Uh, you thought I was going to let you say that, didn't you? <laughs> Who, me? No. Oh, I heard you take that <laughs> breath in. <laughs> so without any further ado, let's begin. Okay, sounds good. Well, we have relationships of many kinds. We have friendships, families, spouses, children, and, you know, various others. So each of those relationships have different feelings and emotions. Like, we love our parents, but we love our children in a different way. Right. Each relationship is set up on a few basic commonalities. Huh? Such as? Such as. First of all, each good relationship has mutual benefits. Relationships are set up according to what we get out of them. And you know, that's not always a bad or selfish thing. It's just part of why we enter into relationships by choice whether we do it on purpose or not. Some people would think that um, 
oh, I'm going to get the benefit out of this relationship. So I'll go ahead and enter into it. Yeah, I had a relationship like that before because I, uh, before I was a believer, I could make many people think what they wanted to in order for me to get what I wanted. I would promise things and, you know, I would lie about it because I knew I couldn't keep these promises, yet I was getting what I wanted and to me, that's all that mattered. Yeah. And that's sad. You know, I I was very self-centered and I was very much not a very nice person at all. But a lot of people would uh, keep coming back. A lot lot of uh, friends, a lot of girls, a lot of girls that were friends, <laughs> a lot of girlfriends, I suppose, but they would keep coming back and I would keep using them for whatever I wanted, for whatever I wanted to get out of it, whether yeah. it was money or a ride somewhere or, you know, just the worldly things. So it was, uh, it was a mutual, it was not a mutual benefit relationship. It was a one-sided relationship because it was all about me. So that was not. A good relationship right but they probably thought they were getting good out of it because Absolutely. they were with you or they you know got to see you or go somewhere with you and feel right. special and and i have to admit that i broke a lot of hearts and i caused a lot of pain in a lot of people and you know I, i've able to, i've been able to go back and mend some of those relationships from the past as with, with as friends now, yeah. Uh, some of the guys we I used to be in a band with, um, I was able to, you know, repair some of those things, some of the things that I did, uh, some of the things that I said, yeah. but I was able to repair those things, and you know, now it's more. I don't really talk to them as often, yeah. but uh, I, I I do see that, you know, I'm learning so much more since I've been a believer right. about you know who I was. And now who I am in Christ. Right. So that's that's a great way to uh, learn more about, you know, mutual benefits in right. this situation. And you see who you were. <laughs> right. See who you were and who you don't want to be anymore. Exactly. <gasps> and who you are in Christ, like you said. So even, you know, in bad relationships like you were talking about, there is give and take. And it may not be fair to both parties, like you mentioned. But everyone gets something out of each relationship, either good or bad. Right. So, for example, those girls that you were talking about. <laughs> With gritted teeth, <laughs> as you say girls. it. <laughs> um, anyway, they thought, you know, oh, Marcus is, you know, paying attention to me. And, oh, Marcus thinks I'm great. Or, you know, things like that when actually you didn't. But, right. but that was their benefit from that is that they thought they were special to right. you. So, but let's forget that and look at the great benefits we receive from being in a relationship with God. Yes. Yay. Sorry, I didn't mean to be a Debbie Downer on that one. But that oh, was just, no, that was a testimony. A, it's a that, great example. Yes. So I, I hope people don't uh, look at that as, as something that, you know, I, I was a bad person. But... Let's look at the great things about yeah. having mutual benefits, like you said. Yeah. This is a yes, so let's let's exactly. turn it up a notch. <laughs> joy, 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 right? <laughs> joy, joy. So some of the mutual benefits we have are: we get a loving, unchanging father. Amen. We get to be called children of God. 
-hmm. And he gets children who love and obey him. Yep. That sounds pretty mutual and beneficial. Absolutely. Okay, so no matter how our earthly father was, good, bad, or even non-existent, we had a relationship with him in our hearts. If it was good, then we understand more of how a relationship with the Heavenly Father works. However, if our earthly father's relationship was not good, it's harder to understand how this is such a benefit. And that is how it happens with so many people of the world. They grow up without a father or with someone who mistreats them or abuses them. Mm -hmm. And they think, why would I want another father who, you know, could treat me the same way? And they don't understand that this is a whole different relationship as a father to a child. Absolutely it is. But when we learn how having a father figure who will look out for us and care for us so much that he would send his own son to save our lives, we can easily see how having that father would be beneficial in showing us how much he cares. Absolutely. So let's look at some scripture on this, all right? So let's look at John 1, verses 12 through 14. And this is going to be read out of the NIV. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or of a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. Amen to that. Yeah. And we have a Father that is like that. So. Yeah. A Father who loves us and wants us. All right, so let's look at another scripture. We're going to look at John 1, verses 17 to 18, and this also was out of the NIV. We just jumped down a couple scriptures. Right. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. That's right. So Jesus had the closest relationship with God that there could be, at that time but now that we have jesus living in us as believers we have the same close relationship with god as he did right that's awesome what a mutual benefit huh <laughs> that's right so not only do we have a loving father but we are able to be called his children how amazing is that <laughs> that's just that's just incredible. You know, as children, we come lowly and humble and so full of awe and wonder. And we just, he just, like, I can just see him reaching out his hands, just ready for me to run into his arms and just love him, give him a big hug because he's my daddy, you know? Right. That's just how I see him, and that's how he sees each one of us. Yes. Amen. So we are heirs with Jesus. When God sees us, 
he sees Jesus. That's amazing to think about. It is. You know. Pure and holy. All right, so let's look at another scripture on this. It's going to be Romans 8, verses 14 to 17. And again, this is out of the NIV. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves, so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by Him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in His sufferings in order that we may also share in His glory. That's right. And the word Abba in Hebrew means daddy. 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 So like I said, we, you know, he's our daddy and we just can run to him. And that's what we've talked about. Prayer is all about just talking to God, just talking to your father, your daddy. And um, that's, it's just awesome. Day. <laughs> it's, it's just awesome. And it's kind of cool that next week is Father's Day here for us while we're doing this show right and so it's great to prepare this daddy lesson for us <laughs> <laughs> as we go into father's day so yeah that's cool all right so another scripture is first john 3 verses 1 through 3 and again this is out of the niv see what great love the father has lavished upon us that we should be called children of god and that is what we are the reason the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. So, dear friends, now we are children of God, and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. All who have this hope in Him purify themselves just as He is pure. And that's kind of what we were talking about earlier as in with going to heaven and things like that, we will see him in his pure, holy, glorious body right. self. And then we will have that same kind of, of glory and purity and body ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so um, as children though, we are to obey our father and he rewards us when we do. Yes, he does. So let's look at John 14, verses 23 to 24. Again, out of the NIV. <laughs> I think it may all be out of the NIV. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. It's all the word. That's all that matters, right? So Jesus replied, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them, and he will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. So let's move on to some more mutual benefits. We get the power Jesus died to give us. Yes, we do. Thank you, Lord. That is awesome. And he gets to work through us to further his kingdom and glory. And that is so great. You know, Every day, uh, Monday through Friday, when I'm I walk to I walk into work. I don't walk to work, but I I've got a long walk ahead of me from my car to my office. But the whole time, um, I'm praying, 
and I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm just asking him to use me in a mighty way to further the kingdom. But lately I've been, I've been praying, make me usable. Yeah. Not to use me because God will use, God will use you no matter what, yeah. if you are usable. But if you're not usable, you can't help further the kingdom. So, right. so start praying, God, make me usable. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Not always easy to do, but no, and it's not always easy to be right as well. So Jesus died on the cross not only to set us free from sin or just to heal us from our sicknesses, but also to give us the power and authority that he had on earth. And we've talked about that a lot, about the authority that we have in Jesus' name. Right. Jesus said we would do even greater things than he did, which is amazing to me because he did so many things. Absolutely, he did. It's exciting to know. Yeah. So let's look at that scripture. It's going to be John 14, verses 11 to 13, out of the NIV. (laughs) (laughs) Believe me when I say that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. That's right. Yeah. And a lot of people take that scripture and they kind of twist it around thinking that Jesus will do anything they ask. So you need to have, you need to have your heart changed. If your yeah. heart is changed and is in line with the Father then that is when Jesus will do anything that you ask. Right. When you're asking for the right motives and you're asking with the right heart. And when you are asking to further his kingdom, then he is always willing to do that. Yes, he is. Jesus gave his authority to the disciples when he was still on earth. And we're still disciples today. And you know what? We're still on earth. We are. <laughs> so that means we're, part, we're still disciples. <laughs> Uh, so let's look at Matthew 10, verse 1. And Jesus, this is when Jesus sends out the 12. He said, Jesus called his 12 disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. Let me, let me repeat that. To drive out impure spirits and to heal every, every is not just some, every disease and sickness. So we have the power and authority in Jesus' name to drive out evil spirits and heal every disease and sickness. Is that what you get out of that? Yes. Amen. That is amazing because some people don't see that. Many Christians do not see that and they don't believe that. Right. They think that God makes them sick to teach them a lesson or... And a that, lot of people think that the, the these gifts ended with the disciples. Yeah. And they're not for today. And, and that's not true at all. Right. Because like we saw, Jesus said that we would do even greater things than he did. And I know for a fact that miracles are, are for today because I have seen them. Yeah. A lot of them. We I even saw, saw one today. Uh, we went to a men's breakfast this morning, and one of the guys there has been having problems with his hips. And uh, another one of the guys, he, he and I were talking afterwards, and we saw him walking, and we were like, well, we're going to pray for him tomorrow. And, I'll, and we weren't sure he's going to be there, so... We called him over, and then uh, your father 
and this guy and I, we decided we're going to pray for him right then. And man, his, his hip had been hurting for years. He, haven't had, he hasn't had any kind of, uh, it's not been horrible. There's been times where the pain's been horrible. Yeah. But, the, but it was, yeah, from, on a scale from 1 to 10, it was a 2 this morning. Mm. So, but when, when we got through praying for him, my goodness, it was awesome. <sighs> this guy that was doing the, that, that did the praying that took authority, Daniel, a uh, guy in our church, it was, uh, he, he said, there's absolutely no more pain right now. And he was jumping up and down and screaming, hallelujah. <laughs> How awesome is that? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yes. And that is what, you know, a miracle is today. And that's, that's nothing special that only Daniel has the ability right. to use. This is what Jesus gave us his authority over. Exactly. Now, I've shared that one testimony when we were in Haiti. We had that 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 older gentleman that was that couldn't walk, and at the time we didn't know he was blind. But me and another lady in the church, we laid hands on this guy, and he got up and started walking. And mm-hmm. a couple of days later, his daughter came back and was just giving us a praise report, saying we can't get him to stop walking. <laughs> yeah. So I have seen, and that, those are just two examples. I've seen yeah. more oh. and more miracles than We've that. Experience miracles them. exactly in our lives. Each personally. So we are seeing greater things. Yes. <laughs> We're experiencing yes. those. Yes. So don't let anybody tell you any differently, all right? That's right. You have all the authority in Jesus that he had. So we're going to look at another verse, which is in Matthew twenty-eight, eighteen through 20. Right. And again, out of the NIV. <laughs> then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Amen. So if Jesus is with us... Who can be against us? That's right. (laughs) And we have all that authority. Right. It's amazing. So we'll move on here um, to some more mutual benefits. We get to be ambassadors of Christ and lead people to Jesus. And he gets to change people's eternal address. That's my favorite part. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So we were given the directive, just as we saw in Matthew 28, 18 through 20, we just read that, to go and make disciples. This is not just a command. It is to our benefit. Not only do we get to see people saved from an eternity of anguish, but we get to show others how much God loves them. And that is great. We love to do that. That's why we're doing that today. Yes, it is. (laughs) This is why we're talking to you. We get to be lights to the nations. Yes, right. And I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but below our, our logo... It said bring. It says bringing lights to the nation. Mm-hmm. And that's part part uh, part where we get this from. Yes. Is uh, you know, that's that's just our our hearts. Not only to teach others to teach others, but to see people discipled, to see yes. people change their eternal address, to see mm-hmm. them not only do that, but disciple them yes. so that they can go out and do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And that's important. It is. All right. So let's move on to Second Corinthians five nineteen through twenty one, and again out of the NIV. Mm-hmm. And it starts off in the middle of a sentence, but we're going to start at verse 19. It says that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has commanded 
to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Amen. That's an awesome thing. Yes, it is. Righteousness of God. So when we bring people to begin a relationship with God, he gets the joy of seeing his children come home. <laughs> That's great. He loves us all and does not want even one to perish. A great scripture to look at this is John 3.16. I think most people probably know this. But for those of you that don't, let's look at it real quick. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Amen. And we'll also look at Matthew 18.13-15. through 15 out of the NIV, and this is the parable of the sheep. It says, And if he finds it, meaning the sheep, mm -hmm. truly I tell you, he is happier about that one sheep than about the ninety-nine that he that did not wander off. In the same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should perish. Amen. Yeah. So it was talking about the parable of the sheep is where they uh, a shepherd had... Hundred sheep. sheep, and one went off on the wrong way, and so he went after that one sheep and left the ninety-nine. But so when he got that sheep and brought it back, that's just like that sheep was lost, and now it was found. Mm -hmm. So it has come. That's what we say in a lot of, about people all the time. They're lost in the world. They don't know God, and right. then they find God and they are found. And that's what that parable is all about. It's it not about really sheep. Is. No, it's, it's not about, about sheep. us. <laughs> Although we are we are known as his sheep and we he are. is the shepherd. Yes. Amen. <laughs> so, that is very important because it says in the Bible when one person accepts Christ or acknowledges him, all, all of heaven, heaven rejoices. rejoices. <laughs> we did not plan that. We just know it. <laughs> We know, right. it's, we know it to be true. We're so excited. I mean, one person says, you know, Christ, I believe in you. Like, if you're listening to this program and we give the uh, ability to pray for salvation at the end, that, and you say that prayer, just know that all of heaven, all the angels, everything is just making music and singing and praising God for you just saying those words. It's a big, yeah. huge party in heaven because of what you've, the decision you've made. Yes. And better than any party you'll ever have here on earth, I guarantee you. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so another benefit that we get is that we get mercy and grace, and He gets respect and honor. Yes, He does. When we accept Christ, we get the benefit of His mercy and grace. These two powerful benefits are granted especially to us. Let's look back at the definitions and distinctions between these two. We've done whole lessons on these, on grace and mercy. And right. Differences and things like that. So. so Go to our website and check it out. Just, the, just put in the little search bar, mercy or grace, yeah. and you'll be able to find them. Yeah. Easy. Easy peasy. <laughs> All right. 
So grace is giving us something that we do not deserve. But mercy is not giving us something that we do deserve. Yes, and in those teachings, we, we expand on that and we give, we give uh, examples. examples. Mm-hmm. So. Like a quick example of mercy is that God in his mercy died so that we did not have to go to hell. But that was not giving us something that we do deserve. We deserve to go to hell because we were sinners. But through his mercy, we don't have to. We go to heaven. Right. Right? Is that right? That's right. That's right. Okay. So in return, he receives our honor and respect. We know that honor and respect have to be gained. They have to be earned. You don't just start off honoring and respecting someone just because. (laughs) Some people do, though. But you have to hear about that first. You you usually hear about that person and, and learn about them. Things like that. So, he gains these from us when we receive our grace and mercy. We cannot help but respect the one who lavishes us so incredibly. <laughs> it's, it's hard not to respect and honor him when we know how much he loves us. All right, so our last one here that we're going to talk about today is we get forgiveness of sins, and he gets the honor of forgiving us so that we can be made righteous. Amen. Amen. So let's look at Acts 13, verse 38 out of the NIV. Therefore, my friends, I want you to know that through Jesus, the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. Amen. That's good. In Romans 5.19, out of the NIV, For just as though the disobedience of the one man, the many were made sinners, which he's talking about Adam there. Yes. So also through the obedience of the one man, he's talking about Jesus, Mm -hmm. the many will be made righteous. That's so exciting. <laughs> I love that. You know, it sounds that. it sounds like she's being cheesy, but she's no, serious. I'm so excited. <laughs> I just love that. So as we see, our relationship with God has mutual benefits for both God and us. We get a heavenly Father who loves us, and he gets children who respect and obey him. Why would we not want to enter into a relationship with the one who lovingly created us? Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) That is all he wants from us, is a relationship. Now that we know part of how to do this, we will learn other things like honesty and trust and love, other ways that we can have a deeper, closer relationship with God. Amen. So just continue with us as we find out how and why we need to have this close personal relationship with God. Right. So as we wrap up this this episode, we want to give you, the listener, the choice to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior if you have never done that. So just to let you know that Jesus, choosing Jesus to be your Lord and Savior is the most important decision that you will ever make in your life. Right. I always say that because it's always true. Yes. That is the most important decision. So let's look at God's Word. We're going to look at Romans 10, verses 9 through 10, and also verse 13 out of Romans 10. So God's Word promises this. If you will confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord... And you'll believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, 
you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Amen. Then it goes on in verse 13 to say, For whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Yes. So by His grace, God has already done everything to provide salvation. Your part is to simply believe and receive. It's not by the what you do. It's not by, by you know, the who deeds you, know? you do, who you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I've shared uh, testimonies of, well, not testimonies, but I've shared stories of when people thought they were going to heaven because of their their father. Yeah. Or because of a friend of theirs that they knew that was, that was a believer. Mm-hmm. They thought because they knew them that they were going to heaven. This is not the truth. That's right. So, if you're ready to change your eternal address, as we talked about in this episode, I, would, I want you to pray this out loud with me and mean it from your heart. Don't let these just be words that you're repeating that af- after me. Let these words become true in your heart and really honestly believe what we're saying. Yes. So, Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. By faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. So this means that the moment that you commit your life to Jesus... The truth of his word will instantly come to pass in your spirit. And that means you've been born again. So that means also that there is a brand new you. That's right. You are one third complete. Perfect. Yep. And that means your spirit has been made complete in Christ. Now you have your flesh and your your (laughs) mind to deal with. That's right. (laughs) But we will help you through that. That's That's what discipling is all about. Is helping people work through the problems of the mind and the flesh and things like that. And that's how we learn and grow and learn to have this relationship with God. Yes, it is. It's something you have to walk out. You know, it's not something that just automatically happens when you do pray that prayer. Right. There's, There's... walking ahead of you and there's things to do there's a lot of there's a lot of problems that may become that may come up yeah so don't think that just because you made the decision that everything is going to be perfect no now you're going to have the enemy to deal with now so we want to make sure that you're prepared that's right so one way to make sure you're prepared is to get in the word and start start reading the bible mm-hmm. and finding out who god says that you you are mm-hmm. through the word. That's right. So, but we would like to help you if, if you don't have a Bible or if you need any kind of resources, we would love to help you continue your journey to finding out who you are and what the Bible says you can do. Yes. So you can go to our website at themessengersradio.com. Very good. <laughs> you say that with hesitation. I do. <laughs> Which is strange because I write it all the time. <laughs> But you can go to our website and click on the Contact Us button. And what you can do is fill that little form out. And when you submit it, it will go to both Trisha's email address and my email address. Or above that, you can find our individual emails if you don't want to contact us both at the same time. And if you don't want us to share anything on there, you can always write in your your 
note to us, don't share this. But we want to encourage you, if you have testimonies, if you have things that you've overcome, which we're going to be talking about in Sunday school tomorrow, which will be a future episode, it's going to be so good. God (laughs) is so so good. We're so excited. Yeah. So, but yeah, we would love to hear from you also if you have overcome something and would love your testimony out there. I would love to put a testimonies page on the, on the website and just share other people's testimonies that they send us. So please, if you send us a a video of your testimony Mm -hmm. or the, just the text, just type it up. We would love to have that. We would love to be able to share that with others because your testimony can touch people that we couldn't touch. Yes, definitely. Amen. So until next episode, we hope that you guys have a fantastic day. Yes. Or night. (laughs) Whatever it may be. Whenever you're listening. (laughs) We love you guys. (laughs) Bye-bye now. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Messengers. Don't forget to visit us at our website, www.themessengersradio.com.